With a special bonus episode of The Front, I'm Claire Harvey. It's Tuesday, March 14. $200 billion and a locked-in alliance that will shape Australia's destiny for generations to come. This will be an Australian sovereign capability, built by Australians, commanded by the Royal Australian Navy and sustained by Australian workers in Australian shipyards with construction to begin this decade. For more than a century, we've stood together to defend freedom and strengthen democracy. In fact, our leadership in the Pacific has been the benefit to the entire world. We've kept the sea lanes and skies open and navigable for all. We've upheld basic rules of the road that fueled international commerce. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese with US President Joe Biden and UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is in San Diego for the formal announcement this morning of our $200 billion submarine deal. Today, the politics at play, how we got here and how we're going to make it work. It's all happening today in San Diego, the home of America's nuclear submarine industry, where Prime Minister Anthony Albanese is announcing Australia's $200 billion deal to borrow, buy and then build the ultimate stealth weapon. There are plenty of challenges ahead, including how we find the nuclear-trained crews to take these boats to sea, and where we'll get the giant cybersecurity workforce to keep their secrets away from hackers. I asked our chief political correspondent, Jeff Chambers, about the significance of today. This is a massive moment for Australia and the AUKUS nuclear submarine announcement has actually happened very, very swiftly from when Scott Morrison first announced AUKUS with Joe Biden and Boris Johnson in September 2021. If you want a supreme example of global Britain in action, of something daring and brilliant that would simply not have happened if we'd remained in the EU, I give you AUKUS. I know there has been a certain raucous caucus from the anti-AUKUS caucus. And the reason for that speed is the deteriorating geostrategic environment. We've obviously seen the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and in recent times we've seen Xi Jinping really escalate his pushback against the United States and increase his rhetoric in relation to Taiwan. So the need for speed on on this AUKUS pact uh, is, is imperative. 60 years ago, here in San Diego, President Kennedy spoke of a higher purpose, the maintenance of freedom, peace, and security. Today, we stand together, united by that same purpose, and recognizing that to fulfill it, we must forge new kinds of relationships to meet new kinds of challenge, just as we have always done. In the last 18 months, the challenges we face have only grown. Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine, China's growing assertiveness, the destabilizing behavior of Iran and North Korea, all threaten to create a world defined by danger, disorder, and division. So, Jeff, who gets the credit for getting us this far? When we talk about legacies here, I think Scott Morrison views his legacy as very much centred around the idea 
formation and announcement of the AUKUS Pact. And I think Anthony Albanese's AUKUS legacy remains an unknown. And AUKUS isn't purely about nuclear submarines, but that is very much the centrepiece. It also involves cyber offensive technologies, quantum drones, missiles here in the Indo-Pacific region. The deal has three phases. First, we begin rotating US Virginia-class subs through our ports. Then we buy a small number of those same American subs. And then Australia will begin manufacturing a UK-designed, astute-class boat in collaboration with Britain. If we were all the way with LBJ in the 1960s, we're now even more deeply committed to our traditional allies. And that has consequences. The legacy for Albanese is in an increasingly uh, intense geostrategic environment. He's going to need to navigate that very close relationship with the United States with his other aim, which is to improve relations with Beijing. When Australia signed the AUKUS Pact, something had to give. That something was the deal we had with France to buy new diesel submarines from them. But Scott Morrison felt he couldn't give France the heads up because the negotiations over AUKUS had to remain top secret. French President Emmanuel Macron has called Prime Minister Scott Morrison a liar on the sidelines of the G20 summit in Rome. This time around, Albanese's been determined to let Australia's other partners know what's coming. Today won't come as a surprise for any of the allies of Australia, Britain or the US. The French subs were to be made by a state-owned enterprise called Naval Group, which had reported cost blowouts and delays. The French submarines were also diesel-electric, a long way from the ultra-modern nuclear-powered submarines we're getting now. So you don't find many people arguing we should have stuck to the French deal. Still, Scott Morrison's last-minute dumping of that arrangement as part of announcing the glittering new AUKUS pact was a tough moment in diplomacy. AUKUS deal was very bad news for France, but not just for France, because I think it's very bad news for credibility and, uh, and of, of Australia and very bad news for the trust. Think he lied to you? I don't think. I know. I think lessons were learned, but Scott Morrison will defend his approach. Of course, they're disappointed. They have been good partners. This is about our strategic interest, our strategic capability requirements, and a changed strategic environment. And we've had to take that decision. He says that if that had leaked out early, the whole concept would have fallen over. I think that's a fair assessment because the US uh, were also very anxious and they also copped plenty of heat from Macron, those relationships will settle down and and Anthony Albanese, being the new kid on the block, uh, relatively speaking, will be able to repair that relationship with France, who also has a, a very strategic presence in the Pacific. Jeff Chambers is The Australian's chief political correspondent. This story is evolving by the hour. You can check out all our scoops and all the best analysis right now at theaustralian.com.au. 
Plus, we've got a special event with our defence experts, Cameron Stewart, Ben Packham and Greg Sheridan, for our subscribers on April 5 in Sydney. We'd love to see you there. And we'll be taking your questions about our defence outlook and where the world is heading. To find out more, go to The Australian Plus, that's theaustralianplus.com.au. Don't forget, you can hear the front in your smart speaker every morning. Just say, play the news from The Australian. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one had been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime.